Manchester United. What a turnaround at the Emirates. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. Please help by subscribing and check out footballpurist.com. Welcome to another post-match edition of a purely Arsenal podcast. It's a delightful twosome. I've got Neil Shaw with me. How are you doing, Neil? Oh, good, Jack. My good man, James, is still asleep, no doubt. He is. He is. (laughs) We have very uh, interesting times for our podcast, and no matter what contact we've been reaching to James, he's all out. So hopefully he's just sleeping it off, and um, you know, you know, we don't have to do anything more with him. Hopefully he's uh, he's healthy and and getting his 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 rested. I did tell him to uh, to pop on if he wants to. So you might hear from him a little bit later in the podcast. But for now, it's just going to be me and Neil. We're going to discuss the Bournemouth Arsenal game. It was a one-one draw. First game for Arteta in charge. Neil, let's get into it. So, Mikel Arteta, first game in charge. Um, I was really looking and excited for the lineup, but I I didn't wake until the moment the game started somehow. So I didn't get to enjoy all the mayhem of the hour before on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, looking at the team, I thought about it a lot the days leading up to it, and I I, I strongly felt the days leading up to it that he probably it would be a wise thing for him to lay into experience at this early stage of his. Arsenal managerial career and that tended to be what he did but with one probably major surprise with with injuries and suspensions and whatnot being the inclusion of of Reece Nelson and the I guess the exclusion again from another manager of Pepe um, what were your thoughts on on, on the lineup mate and and um, how he set up yeah really only it was the exclusion of Pepe which is surprising um we were talking about it off air, weren't we, Jack? I'm not quite sure yeah. what the reason is. Uh, you, were, you were saying you've got a theory, you've got a couple of options as to why that could be the case. Um, could it be a training issue? Because the funny thing is, or the ironic thing is, the amount of uh, times we've criticised Jacker, all three managers of late have always included Jacker. So it appears that he's doing something in training, he's giving it. Something very, very um, positive in training, which is the manager looking at that and saying, well, it's a very difficult plan not to include because he's doing all the right things, um, pressing all the right buttons in training. And could it be the opposite with Pepe? We don't know. Um, for for Freddie to, to exclude him, for Arteta in his first game to exclude him, then only bring him on, was it in the 80th minute, 81st minute? We didn't give him much time time at all. It's a bit surprising. With the rest of the lineup, um, I was I was okay with it. Um, you were right. He's, he's gone for the experience. Probably the safest thing to do just for the moment. Um, he's obviously uh, got to got to try something out right from the off. But his main objective at the moment, Jack, is to is just to try and get some stability back into the team. Uh, I think for the most the most important thing is to revitalise confidence in the players, which has obviously been lacking. Um, and, and just get, get them playing and fighting together as a unit, which um, is just not been there for us, uh, as, as, as we know. But I, I, I like the lineup. I was quite confident with the lineup. Um, uh, I, the couple of youngsters he did include, you know, I've, I've, I've been so impressed with Saka. I uh, can't ignore him. I think Martinelli wasn't on because he's injured. Is that right, Jack? A little bit of hamstring tightness, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise I think we may have seen him at some point during the game. I think he's just too good to ignore. Um, but the, the, the midfield, I, I quite like the fact that he'd put Torreira away. 
he should be. Um, that's the most important thing. Um, that's his natural playing position. That's where he plays for his country. And that's how he started when he first joined, if I'm right, for us. And he was so good. And yesterday for me, uh, obviously we'll go into it a bit more, but he was man of the match for me. He was amazing. And um, the, the, the player which I liked uh, um, in the first half was Ozil. He was given a little bit more room by Bournemouth, but he was magnificent. He was dissecting the opposition like crazy and, and putting so many nice balls through for, for the strikers to try and um, um, do something with with, with, with his service. Um, I thought he was magnificent. I thought his attitude was a lot better. But I think I can say that about the rest of the players as well. I think the, the, the Arteta within one game has uh, completely... Uh, change the dynamic of the club. Um, all the players seem to be fighting, and that's all we wanted to see. We wanted to see a complete shift in dynamism from all the players to actually, if I can say this, give a shit and um, have a bit of pride with wearing the badge. And I think that was very evident. And for me, Jack, just as in a quick summary, that's one of the best performances, if not the best performance I've seen. I know it wasn't a win, but it was one. Of the, it was the best performance I've seen in a very, very long time. Because it, I think we thought every player tried their best, um, and it's just unfortunate that the service, the, the, sorry, the players up front, just couldn't finish off a few of a few of a few, a few of um, some good moves from the rest of the team. So, I, I was very pleased and very satisfied with that yesterday from what I saw. Yeah, I agree with you. I thought it was the most enjoyable performance that I've watched this season. I sat there, I didn't switch off during the game, which I'm not going to lie, I have done in, mm. in recent weeks. I've really enjoyed our intent. There was the intent to dominate the ball, yeah. to control the game. No matter, Even if we had a setback, obviously we won't, we'll talk about it in a second when we went a goal down, I still felt that intent was there. It was very interesting to hear Mikel Teta's post-game comments about he had a certain way, he knows he wants to play, there's certain principles they have to stick to. And he said, he, to be honest, he, he, he thought they did it better than than he expected because he thought they'd run out of, run out of energy. Mm. He said he thought they'd run out of energy to be able to be able to play the way I wanted to. And he went. A few people did crop up with cramp and things like that. And I thought that was really interesting because it's been so long since we've dominated the ball. I mean, we had fifty nine percent possession, and I'll be honest, yes. that felt, it felt like so much more. Mm. I mean, it felt like we absolute, especially in the first half. Maybe it was more in the first half, and you know, we outshot them by twenty to eleven. I know the stats aren't really something we go into too much, but. That that is representative of of us just really feeling like we dominated the game, um, and it's amazing when you, when you have the ball, you just feel so much more comfortable watching, don't you? And feel you feel like the team is much more aware of how what they want to do and how they want to play. And I, I never thought after Wenger, I was I was so um, encouraged for change. But to be honest, I, I haven't been comfortable for the last eighteen months with the lack of understanding of how, how to control a game and, 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 mm. and retain the ball. And I thought, like you said, I thought there was a, a real eagerness. When we lost the ball, there was a real eagerness to win it, to back, it as back as high up as we could, wasn't there? Even from, you know, from Terrell, it's fantastic. Like you said, from oh. Ozil, from Xhaka, they all had the intent to we're gonna win the ball back as, as high up and early as possible. And we're going we're gonna to keep going here. We're going to keep playing. But I think let's touch on a few points you make. So the mm. Pepe one. You touched on one of the points that I put down, the application of himself in training. I think the reason we say that is we've heard little hints from previous managers. Um, Lundberg as the interim manager, I think, mentioned something about that early on. And Emery also did 
as well. So that, that's where that feeling might come through. And that's a real, I'd say that's a real concern. If Arteta yeah. has noticed in three days that <laughs> this guy's not pulling his weight in training, I think we've got a little bit of a problem here because it's three managers that have not been able to motivate this guy to turn up to training. <laughs> that would be a that would be a real concern for me for, a, for our 72 million record signing. Um, that would be a really, really frustrating <laughs> thing. I th- the other thing, I think, because the stats and... The, what we see with our eyes tells us is I think when Ozil plays, there's a really big chance Pepe doesn't. And I think these managers are looking at it and saying, Ozil obviously contributes very little defensively. I don't think there's an argument there. And there seems to be an argument that also, which is fair. I mean, we saw how he, you know, his first goal against City, Pepe was at fault, things like this. Uh, Pepe doesn't really contribute. So both of them are themed luxury players. And I think mm. if you look at the stats, maybe Mate, they, they, they've had max 45 minutes together on the pitch throughout That's the whole season. Okay. Something like that. Something ridiculous like that. They'd hardly had any time together. And if you looked at when Pepe come on, Ozil happened to be off the pitch as well. That's today. very so true. So I think that might be it. And then some, I've seen some people on, on Twitter and whatnot sort of talking about trying to cover our relatively youthful fullbacks like Niles and that maybe Nelson provides a bit better coverage. I'm not really mm. convinced that's the case to mm. be honest I, I don't really see a ton I mean of coverage from Nelson simply because his fitness dies out for me but, yeah yeah but uh, it's, it's like, a I'm, little bit worrying it's I'm, a little bit I'm liking your second point that makes more sense to me because, yeah I hope because, it's that one well because look for me when he did, he did come on what for 10 minutes I thought he was very good he was, I thought he, he was he as well. was fighting right from the start and there was a point where I thought he was just going to get bundled over by a couple of the Bournemouth players and he just stood his ground and he fought through them somehow and he kept the yeah. ball. I don't know if you saw that. It was literally one of his first touches and he was just, I was thinking, oh my God, he's still got the ball and even the contact was going, oh, he's still got the ball. So yeah. that, does, that surprises me. If he's going to apply that, that on the pitch, that he's not going to be doing something like that in training. So I think your second point out of all the three Makes most sense. Well, I hope. Yeah. I hope it's that. I'd, I'd rather him be killing himself in training than not. So I hope it's that. But it makes sense. Yeah, there was a certainly. I mean, if you look, there was a huge correlation with Emery about Özil coming into the team and Pepe just being eased out of the team at that same sort of moment. Mm. Um, so, uh, like you said, I, I hope it that it, because I can understand that and the, the application in training. I just can't get my head around how a player can't be applying themselves. Yeah, to training. Um, if, he, if he's not, then, then then these managers are absolutely right. But I just can't get my head. And also, he, he to me, he is our most attack. Uh, uh, even all this season, I know some things haven't come on for him, but he's our biggest chance of having that one piece of magic going forward. Oh, without I doubt. Think. Without doubt. I, yeah, yeah. I, I really do. And I think he's been there all season. It's not worked out for him like we saw against Liverpool away and, and then it has done against, you know, uh, West Ham away and things like that. But always he provides our biggest sort of individual attacking threat. Absolutely. And I think... I think, you know, he can be frustrating because he loses the ball, a bit like Alexis did. But you knew Alexis could always provide some, some proper well, attacking threat. Let me, let me ask you, I, I mean, I feel out of all of them, whoever, say you've got Lacazette, Aubameyang and, and, and Pepe on. For me at the moment, I get most excited when Pepe's got the ball and I yeah, think he's going to produce some magic. Um, and, you know, that tells a story in itself. You always think, 
he's going to do something crazy here. He's going to do something crazy here. And I don't quite get that. As, you know, as good as uh, Abbey Amming is at finishing, as good as Lacazette, he's very strong. Um, he, we saw that a couple of times in the game. But I just feel that there's some ma- more magic inside of Pepe that can be yeah. unleashed. Um, yeah. So I get that certainly from him. I, I, I don't think, I, I would like to think it's not the training thing, Jack, because if someone's that lackluster in training, when they come on the pitch and they apply themselves like he did in those few minutes, it doesn't correlate for yeah. me at all. It doesn't it's, add it up. It doesn't, no. It no. doesn't add up. Yeah, it really doesn't. I, I, I do find it a bit bewildering because um, it's, uh, the Nelson thing I found really interesting because uh, to me, he's been our worst youngster on the pitch yeah. this season. Yeah. I mean, out of all the British youngsters and, and the foreign ones, you know, Martinelli and, and, and things like that, I think he's been the one that's disappointed me the most. Mm. And I, I just found it amazing that he, 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 he would, it was a huge shock to me that he was starting it outright. Um, I don't think he's really done shown anything in games. I mean, it's fine from Arteta, like you said, everything's a clean slate and, and you know, he's obviously seen something in training and he, he did in the first few minutes start bright, but other than that, I thought he was really mm. wasteful. Mm. I thought he looked weak and tepid on the ball, pushed off it far too easily. Mm. I, th- I honestly think he needs a proper loan. I, a lot of people, I don't think half an eye was a proper loan for him. I mean, he was on the bench majority of the time. Yeah. So I think he needs a proper loan, probably in this league, to be honest. Mm. Um, a proper loan in this league where he's going to start, you know, majority of the time. And I, I, I just think that's what he needs. And I know it's early to judge that. And, and I'm not just, I know he's young and he's, he's going to improve. And I love the way Arteta put his arms around him at the end. And no one wants him to, to not, not improve. I want him to be, I think he could be a very good player for Arsenal, but he isn't currently. He looks quite far away from it for me. Mm. And um, I'm so shocked that he's that. I think it was a direct swap, wasn't it, Nelson, for Pepe? So that was. stayed on for 80 minutes. Yeah. Uh, um, or 70, 78 minutes. And, and that, that I, I was quite surprised because to me, I, I don't see the guy, I mean, it'd be great for his fitness, but I don't really see the guy lasting very well after 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I always feel like he looks very leggy. Drops off. So yeah. But yeah, drops off. But, but, but Jacker, let's talk about, I mean, get back into the game in a second, but let's talk about Jacker if you brought him up. Um, I mean, another ma- another manager that's decided to start, and we're going to get onto the transfer room is a little bit later about. Mm. But um, but obviously, they see something new. And the the one thing I would say for for Jacker is one thing that Freddie Lundberg did sort of remind me of is, uh, and if you look, the last two managers have really sort of sat Guendouzi to the side, haven't they? The, mm. the, the, the mm. wonder kid under Emery, and they've sat him to the side. And I think it's the weakest area of of of, of our uh, position positionally. Yeah. But I actually think currently there's an argument to say Torreira and Jacker is our best pairing. I mean, they're, the, they're probably the two that are showing some sort of, it's not close to where we want to be yet, but some sort of cohesion, aren't they? Probably. Mm. And, and you know, credit, I thought he was, he was, I thought he was okay today. He making a mistake. He, he, he spread the ball really well. He, 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 um, he, he um, covered better than he does usually. I thought he defended better than he usually does. Um, um, he clearly, you know, was applying himself, you know, for, for better for the new manager. I thought it was one of his better performances. I think Torreira, like you said, being as good as what he was, was a huge part to play in it. But full credit to Jacker. And like you said, I mean, the managers must see something in him, right? I mean, we're seeing it from same manager, manager after manager. They all, they're all starting Jacker. He's the mainstay in that central midfield. And I think experience is probably um, quite important there because I, I think Guendouzi is a better quality player, but he, Guendouzi doesn't really understand how to how to keep a position. He just runs everywhere, runs. 
and I don't think we can do that in in a team that's this lacking in any sort of sort of system and cohesion. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 interesting, but I mean we'll talk about it because we, we might not have this midfield partnership for very long <laughs> if, if the rumours are to be believed. So it's so you know, it? yeah, there we go. We, you watch in a week's time. Me and you are going to be going. We can't, we can't sell Jack Neil. <laughs> We can't, mate. We can't. He's been looking fantastic under the new manager. Yeah, I bet it's going to happen, isn't it? It's just such a yeah. It's, it's so so Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. You never get rid of who you want when you want. It's always <laughs> at the wrong moment, isn't it? Well, it's like when Ozil signed his contract. I remember he was fantastic. Yeah, he was brilliant. To, yeah, I went. Oh, I'm loving Ozil right now. Give him four hundred grand a week. I remember saying it. Did a Walcott do the same thing as well? Same thing, same thing. <laughs> same, yeah, that's the one I mentioned this about Ramsey. I thought, you know, everyone bangs oh, on about man. Ramsey when we when we don't see goals from midfield and stuff mm. like that. But I'm like, I actually, I, time will tell on that. But I genuinely think that the money that was being touted around for him, mm. I actually think that would have been another error because of his fitness issues. In fact, not because of his quality, but I just think the guy's never fit. I mean, he started three games for... Juventus all season wow. in the league. And, wow. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he's not, he's never really demonstrated he can stay fit. Up it's a shame, really. I, did like, I, think, I think he's a great player. It's such a shame. Yeah, he is. And it's a hard one, that, because the quality, I think, is there, like, like you do, you know. But, mm. but he's never fit. Danny Welbeck, you know, decent oh, player, but never, never fit. You know, how can you, you can't give him, you know, 100 plus grand a week again because you never fit. Jack Wilshire, never fit. Same thing. You know, yeah. So it's, I think Ramsey's one's probably not quite as bad as that level, but he's always picking up stuff, yeah. Yeah. But mate, let's get into the game. Clear intention, like we said, to dominate. We dominated oh, from the brilliant. start. They did. They did have a great. In fairness, I'm just rewatching the game now. They had a great chance through Fraser in the in yes. the fourth minute, which was amazing block by Socrates. I mean, yeah. we, we all got drawn in, didn't we? Saka got drawn in too much, and that's inexperience, and he doesn't play left back, so you got to forgive. No, him for they that. can't. Yeah. But other than that, mate, I mean, we were dominant on the ball. Um, but like you said um, before, we got on air is. Um, the, the strikers, you know, your Aubameyangs, your Lacazettes, specifically your Lacazettes, um, and your Nelsons, to be fair, are really wasteful in front of goal, weren't they? Well, just making wrong decisions. There's so many chances yeah. where they could have pl- uh, passed it to a different player uh, that had a better chance or more space, or where they where they where they shouldn't have passed. They did pass, and it's like, well, hang on a minute, you 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 should have passed last time, but you didn't, and then you're doing vice versa. It's almost like. It's like they, to me, that's like almost lack of confidence. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they just were making the wrong decisions each time. And I, I felt that if they were on even 50% better or 50% sharper in front of goal, we would have won that match. Because um, I know uh, Eddie Howe after the game thought that the draw was deserved and both teams played very well. I actually think if we took our chances, then it would have it would have made Bournemouth look a lot lot worse if that makes sense because I think we we over, we were over over them in the first half certainly we we just had so much more than what they were giving yes they scored that goal but other than that and a couple of other chances it was all us and what I really really enjoyed yesterday was how we were off our off the ball movement was a lot better our, our Ozil was dissecting the defence all the time with some good passes Torreira was just unbelievable and I think we, we all came together finally after such a long time as a, as a complete playing unit the only the ir- irony of it all where all this time we've been saying the midfield and defence need to be looked at I think it's the first time in the game for a very long time we could say 
it was our forward lineup that needed to be looked at yesterday and said, what the hell were you doing? But I just thought crossing wise, you know, from Nelson, the crosses just were even Saka, which was a little bit unusual because he's normally he's normally quite on song with a lot of his crosses. He's, he's very, very deadly with them. But I felt like he um, he was a bit wasteful. They were just too hard at times. They weren't going to any players. Uh, you know, so, you know, you can't blame Aubameyang and Lacazette for that. Uh, but it's just it's just that if we capitalised on maybe two of those chances, then we would have won the game. It's just it's just one of these things. But I'm not going to let that you know get me down because all we've been saying for a long time is we just want a performance. We just want to see some dedication and fight. And we we got all of it. We got everything. We got conviction, dedication. We got passion. We got desire. It's almost like the best easiest way to describe it in a summary is they wanted to play. Mm. It's as simple as that. You know, which game was it? We were just thinking they it was against Man City, wasn't it? I I, I, was, I said on that podcast that I've never ever in my life seen a bunch of players who almost like just didn't give a shit. They just didn't want to be there. And I saw something very different from 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 the players this time. And credit has to go to Arteta. I, I can't. Mm. I, I don't know what where else you can sort of like give a reason for it. And for me. I have to say, I know we haven't spoken much about him. I know we did, we, we did a little bit on the last podcast, but the way he comes across, I know action speaks louder than words, of course. You know, there's a long, long way to go. He's got to prove himself, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, Jack, um, so far, how he's come across in everything he has said, how he speaks in, in interviews, et cetera, I really like him. I really like mm. the way he, he's trying to instill some kind of identity in the club, which is what we've been missing. And we'll get there. If, 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 if anything is to be gauged from just one game, just from 90 minutes of play, we will get there. 100% mm. we'll get there. But it's got to be a complete, uh, how do you say, everyone's got to chip in. But, you know, the players did that yesterday. I was really impressed. Yeah, I really was as well. I'm watching it again. I heard some of the little flicks he oh, did. Oh, brilliant. And the turns on the, it, what was key to that, Neil, was one, he was fine in the space. But if you watched a couple of the moves that we did from playing out the back, it was so, no one took an extra touch. No yes. one played a ball that they didn't need to play. If they could play it forward, they played it forward. And when we played that move, I don't know if you remember where Saka was in on the left, Ozil played it and the cross went to the goalkeeper. But a move went from goalkeeper to, to Saka, basically, back to front. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. it was, it was all two touch. It was all Ozil on the half turn in the space we found him because we played it early from Xhaka and we didn't mosey about almost draw the the, the the other team onto us encourage them to press us in an area that we weren't comfortable in we were in that area we were playing in the area but we were playing in the area very quick with a lot of intention to to move forward and out of that area it was fantastic well, it, well, it, it was like watching Arsenal yeah, exactly. It was like watching Arsenal again. And when we went 1-0 down, it felt just like it. Um, mm. uh, you know, it was like, this is this is us. This is fantastic. We're dominating mm. the game and we're losing. And we're still <laughs> we're still dominating the game. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, but you know what? We said it on the last pod. We said, you know, now more than ever, I really want to get back to performing like well. Yeah, like, it's more, like, well more because important. that's what's going to get us. That's what's going to breed confidence. And that's what's going to breed winning and, 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 and goals and everything eventually. And we're so, you know, we're so Do broken. You know what? As a it summer. might be that the players just weren't enjoying playing anymore. Maybe Arteta's going to put that back into them. 
Well, yeah, when you, when you get told to, you know, to, to give up possession and stay in a deep block and, and 10 men behind a ball and counter and all that kind of stuff, and, you, and you're not used to doing that, and you, you're players that want to be yeah. on the ball and express yourself, um, you can see it getting a little bit flipping irritating, can't you? Yeah, yeah. And, um, but see, what, 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 what's that worth? Just before, one thing we, I didn't see yesterday was the backwards side-to-side movement, backwards side-to-side movement. You're right. None of that. We just We just had pure intent. We just wanted to... Just get at them. We just wanted to get all the players. And that is what Arteta said. His first interview said, I want to attack and I want our off-the-ball movement to be a lot better. And he said it. He said after the game, he said, actually, I think you, you mentioned it before we came on there. He said he, he's actually was more, he, was, he, was, he, he got the team doing exactly what he wanted, but actually he was surprised at the level of how they did it. Mm. So he, was, he, was, he said the only thing which I loved about him he goes, but I'm still not happy because we didn't win. I love yeah. that. Oh, and I we should have won. That. Yeah, I agree. I think when they scored, my first feeling was, mm. oh, we should have been 2-0 up anyway. Yeah. And I know they had a great chance through Fraser before um, yes. we had any chances. But let's talk about that because I feel quite strongly on Lacazette. He's coming in for a lot of criticism mm. even before this game. He's been, you know, he's been indifferent all season and he hasn't looked happy and he's been injured and back in the side and he hasn't played for a few weeks and you could tell, to be honest, he's a player that breeds off confidence and scoring and, and playing regularly. We know that. He doesn't keep himself quite as sharp as an Aubameyang. I've always thought that. He always needs games. And um, Sorry about that. That's no, my mum's doorbell. I know you're all good. It's nice little background noise. Um, um, but I, how do you feel about Lacazette, mate? Because um, he's coming in for a lot of criticism at the moment. Um, do you know what? I don't know if I'm right about this. It's just my theory. It's a silly theory, really. Um, I think because he's got such a deep friendship with the Bamiang, um, and I'm wondering if that's infectious. Because for me, uh, I know we're talking about, like I said, I'm going off. I'm digressing here. I'm not quite sure about Bamiang's attitude at the moment. Um, ever since he's, it seems to have got worse ever since he's been made captain, um, and I. I to me, he doesn't look like a captain for the for for, for playing for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, I, I I I and I wonder if that attitude from him is rubbing off onto Lacazette. It shouldn't because everyone's a professional. Everyone should be doing their own thing. Um, yes, you you've got to play as a team, but you've also got to be professional um, as an individual as well. And I'm just wondering if that's having some kind of influence. I'm really sorry about this. Just bear with me a second. I'm going to try and no problem. Mate. Doorbell chime in my in the room I'm in, and I don't think there's anything I can do about it. So no I do apologise. If you um, need to get the door, go ahead. Yeah, we can always. Uh, no, carry it's the on. things. It's, a, it's, it's I think my mum's taking the bins out from the back. Uh, She's bringing the bins back in or something, and it's bin day. Motion. Yeah, sorry about that. So sorry no, about that. Good. Anyway, hopefully it will quiet down. Um, uh, I think Lacazette's always been a confidence player. So just going back on him now, um, I, I I just felt that his work rate is there because there was a couple of times where I remember two specific moments in the game where he was really fighting and he kept the ball. Um, you, 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 because you're replaying them, uh, seeing the match again, Jack, you may yeah. have noticed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, There's I've one, one bit of those, yeah. where, you know, he could have easily fell over and he just kept the ball and he kept on going and kept on going. So I think his work rate, as it's always been very good for me, um, is still there. I think it just could be a lack of confidence and indecisiveness in front of goal. As I was saying earlier, there was times where he, where he should have passed, he didn't, and he tried to shoot, and he shouldn't have done. And then vice versa, when you think, just shoot, just shoot, and then he's trying yeah. to pass it and lay it off. Delayed it, took and an extra touch, yeah. So I think that's just confidence. And if he starts getting some more game time, do you know what? I'm going to just say, I, I'm not worried. And I'll tell you why I'm not worried. I think Mateta is going to really 
I think Arteta's going to be a bit like Wenger. Now, I remember in the olden days, Wenger used to sort of sit down with players who may have had problems and he would always become a father-like figure to them and he would really mentor them and coach them and 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 and, and be there for anything that, that, you know, they needed from, say, like a father figure in, in the footballing aspect. And I've got a feeling Arteta, although he's only 37, he's probably almost the same age as some of the players, <laughs> he's going to be that kind of um, that kind of person, that kind of mentor, because he said in his in his first his, one of his first interviews when when we appointed him that he is going to try and understand every single player. He's going to speak to them on an individual basis. He's going to understand. He wants them to see his vision, and he'll and if they if they're not quite in sync, he's going to try and understand why they're not in sync and go down deeper. And I've just got a feeling he's going to give Lacazette for me is one of the, if, if we're going to lose either Aubameyang or Lacazette, and if it's going to be one rather than both, I'll be honest with you, I'd rather lose Aubameyang. I'd rather, because that, there's something extra that Lacazette gives um, to the game. I think he's a bit more of a complete footballer. And I'd, I'd love, I, I've just got a good feeling that he's going to come good, Jack. I, I don't, mm. I, I, I just think he needs a bit of time. I think he needs a good run. I mean, let's see, we've got Chelsea next. Um, yeah, I'll be shocked yeah. and stunned if he doesn't play against Chelsea. I think you got and, to start and, him, and and I th- and I th- I think I think we might see something different from him in, against Chelsea, mate. Yeah, I agree. Well, he's our, he, I still think he's our best big game player. I Absolutely. Against Chelsea at home last season. There you won, go, didn't he? And um, I think yeah, you got. I, I, I'm not denying. I thought he was poor in terms of mm. his end product today. But like you said, you're always going to get 100 percent from him when he plays through the middle. You always are. And That's I know it, it doesn't help Abamyang playing out wide. I actually prefer Abamyang out right if he's going to pick one side. One side, which is an interesting thing because then Pepe can't play as such. So it's kind <laughs> yeah. of but he just doesn't have a left foot. Abamyang. He doesn't have a left foot at all so he's very he's very one-dimensional on the wing and mm. it doesn't play into his favour I mean he cuts inside sometimes and it helps but you don't see that that often because his pace he wants to be more direct go out wide but um I agree. I think you've got to play Lacazette. I think you've just got to, you know, hope you play into it. Once he gets that goal, we'll be back off and running again. I don't think but there's what, a problem. Is it? What's your thoughts on the Bamian then? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I did read some of his post-match comments, but I've not heard it like you heard it. But in terms of feeling, like the gut feeling for me is I, I, I'm... I'm relatively certain, like you, I'd be very surprised if him and Lacazette are still at the club in, after the summer, at least mm. one of them going. And I, I edge towards thinking it's more likely a Bamiyang would go, just simply mm. because, um, one, this is probably, if he's going to make a, 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 you know, a big money contract, this is probably his last. Mm. Um where it's probably Lacazette's too, but he's a little bit younger, you know, he's a little bit more time. Um, so it's probably his last. Also, when you speak to people that were fans of Dortmund or watched a lot of the German league, hmm. they did they did mention that he was fantastic, you know, in terms of, because really, if you think about it, the Bamiyang, we've not had a lot of this off the field stuff at all until recently, have we? Like, you know, the, the comments and the, the sort of, you know, talking to, some you know parts of what people would call toxic part of the fan base the brother comments yeah supposedly he did exactly the same thing at Dortmund uh-huh. um, okay. there was similar stuff from the brother apparently I don't know exactly what from the brother in Dortmund but but also you know you don't just judge those things off the field you judge his attitude and and you know how he's applying himself in games and I've seen a drop off I think in yeah. certain games and uh, I think I'd probably edge towards thinking it would be very I just don't see us giving a huge contract to someone of that age to be honest mm-hmm. he, no matter how 
how important he is. I think we would like to if we could, but I think financially, where we're at, not being in Europe, um, knowing in other areas of the pitch that we need to strengthen, I said to you offline, I said, having two strikers like that is simply just a luxury for a team in Europe, let alone out of Europe. I mean, they're two fifty million pound strikers. Very, very good. I, I personally don't think you know. There's an arguably, arguably both close to the world class area, and mm-hmm. no, no other top team bar City has that for a central no. striker. Even Liverpool don't like we said. The Rigi's their their their, 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 their follow up, and you know, um, Spurs nothing really um, in terms of you know they've got Lucas Moore for Kane, and um, you know, and, and so on. You know, um, so I just think it's a luxury for us to have. I it think is. We're, Overly, and you know, like you said, when you bet you want both of them to play, but it doesn't really fit anyway. System systematically, it doesn't you know, one's always not in the preferred position they want to be in. Mm. Um, so the balance is slightly off there in terms of the team. Sometimes it works out, but I think overall, collectively to our play, it probably doesn't. You know, the fullback becomes a little bit more suspect because of it, and you know, it just it, it just doesn't create the best balance. You know, so I feel like I, I think. Yeah, the, probably there is some sign that Abamyang is probably, you know, probably looking to be off probably by the summer. Well, I, and, well, I, I, and I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it, to be honest. I, I'm, yeah, I'm fine I, I, I think, and also because if you think about it, we've got some really good backup now as well uh, in in our, in our lineup. And to be honest, I, I think Arteta might look at it like that, and he may he may think that if we keep if we do keep both both of them uh, beyond the summer, that might hinder. The quality we've got coming coming from from the younger side, and um, you know when you think about who we've got, we've got you've got potentially Enkatir that could come back. We've got Martinelli, we've got Saka who plays up front, and you know they're all to me their potentials beyond beyond good. You know they're, 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 they're not your oh, okay. They might make it, I'm not sure, but what we've seen from Martinelli is incredible. Um, I really like Saka. I felt, to, to be honest, that was probably one of his worst games yesterday because just just from the delivery part point. Of yeah, view, and um, then for their uh, goal as well, I mean, yeah. we can touch on it whenever you like. But yeah, but lost the ball, didn't he? And that's it. So, but to be honest, you know, that's one game. He's he's, he's been great. His his attitude and his application. You can't fault it, Jack. You can't. No, um, playing in a position he's never played or exactly. not, not at this level, isn't he? That's right. So I I, I yeah I can see one of uh, the two. Certainly, departing. But I just want to say, when I watched his interview, for me, I've always said I like Abamian because he's always playing with a smile on his face. Recently, that seems to have disappeared. It's almost like he just, it just doesn't. He's not happy anymore. Mm, hands and down, on, all that and, kind of stuff. And honestly, Jack, it could be because he's captain and he's been interviewed and he can't just keep smiling. But you would have thought after yesterday's performance, he would be a little bit. There would be a bit of a smile and a bit of happiness. And I'll, I'll tell you something. It could be me. It could it could just be me. But the, when I was watching this, I just thought he looks like someone with a, a face with a, of a smacked ass. He really does. Mm. He just looks so unhappy. And I thought this guy's not even going to last beyond the winter window. He's just not. I That's mean, how it came yeah. I, I might be wrong, but it, it's just the feeling I got, the immediate feeling that he wants out. He just doesn't want to be here anymore. And yeah. it's weird. It just it just felt bizarre. And as I said, that may be affecting Lacazette slightly because they we know that they're good friends and we know mm. that they um you know you know that we've seen the camaraderie between them when 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 things have been going going well. That's both on and off the pitch. So obviously yeah. you know that it could be affecting him as well. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, but. I just think they're both they both believe they're Champions League footballers and and I. I 
probably believe that too. Mm. But but um, but you know, and and they probably both have the feeling that you know we're we're, we're way way far beyond being in the Champions League this season, yeah. And, yeah. and 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 no mon- no nothing but ridiculous money is going to keep them. And honestly, if it got to the point where it had to be ridiculous money, I really wouldn't worry about either of them i yeah, think I ridiculous money has got us into so much trouble <laughs> um with so many players um Ozil, mikatar and to name a few yeah, yeah. you know the, the struggle to motivate the, the 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 giving of contracts that just really weren't deserved mm. and there's an argument to say Aubameyang and lacazette on last season's performance are deserving of a bigger contract but nothing in the in in that region and i think if we're not in europe which looks more and more likely by the week yeah um you're going to have to give pay that kind of money and I mm. think uh, that's why I think there's a good chance both of them leave but probably the wiser decision would be to to, to you know if you're going to air into one for longevity's purposes and etc and for balance of the team I probably I would still air into into the Lacazette yeah. region everyone oh, okay. goes on about the goals no I go into the but everyone goes on about the goals for, for, for Aubameyang but the reason I say Lacazette is because you know people said this when Henri left and we continue to score goals when RVP left we continue to score goals yeah, yeah. A, a good football team that plays good football mm. continue to score goals especially yeah, at course, Arsenal because we'll create chances, chances. like we did today it's, mm. when, it's about your overall play you know, even Giroud, you know, he had bad spells, but he continued to score goals. And we got goals from other areas of the pitch. True. You know, do you know what I mean? And sometimes it's, it's not always that. And we certainly shouldn't be worrying about um, any of these two players leaving with the players we've had in the past uh, to mm. go and we've moved on from. You Very, know, true. Continue. Very so true. So I'm not massively concerned about it. I just hope we can motivate them for this season and they, they can play to well, the level we want them to be at, you know. I don't know where you were at, but I, for me, I've come to terms with the fact that I just want to survive and, and I just want us to play better football for this season. That, for me, will be almost like um, a good result, considering where we where we are or where we where we got ourselves into. Just to survive is the first first and foremost, and then you know just to try and play some good football, football and, and scare some tr- teams. I think I think that's the other thing. I think it's we need to invoke that fear into our opponents again. We've been so lacking of that. We've been so, you know, um, uh, how can I say, that's been our weakness, that's been our Achilles heel where teams have just probably relished the fact that we're going to be playing Arsenal next uh, simply because they know that we can take them to the sword. And I just want that to change. That for me is the main thing that we need to get opponents thinking, oh shit, we're playing Arsenal next, you know, that kind of thing. You know, I'm sure at the moment the way Liverpool are going, I mean, look at them. Every team's thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, we've got Liverpool next. It's almost like that, you know, that thing that they, they're defeat, defeated even before they, they, they kick off. Mm. And we need to... Yeah, that aura. To, yeah, aura. And we need to reinstall that in the club. And I think that's... And I think Arteta's the man to do it. I do believe that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I really hope so. It's early days, but I, I like is. what I saw today. So, we obviously, we had our missed chances. Mm. Just, with their goal, I mean, I think that, was, that really that was edging back to what we've seen before it was mm. a song. it was full of players back Saka gives the ball away midway through our half mm. and to be honest it's a little unlucky you know it deflects off straight into the path of a Bournemouth player but mm. then when you watch it that we're all we're defensively pretty poor and I think if, if Arteta's what well, I've watched it about 12 times just to see with you but um, Arteta's probably looking at that and just we're let I don't know who the player is that running off him but we're just allowing him to run at us yeah, into goes, the box. He goes through doesn't he? Yeah, everyone yeah. Luis stands 
jacker stands, rarer stands, and we just allow the pass out wide. No, then we decide it's too late at that point to, to put a slide challenge in. And Torreira mm-hmm. and Luisa just, you know, there's, there's three of us around one player. Yeah. And and that one, but we're not sensing danger. We're not sensing that we have to mm-hmm. be in front of that man because he's going to the near post. Correct. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 the, it's what we've seen for a small period of time. The lack of, yeah, awareness and engagement. You can't just be back. You've got to engage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's got to coach that out of him because I think that is coachable. You know, you're back, but you've got to step to him. You've got to engage. You've got to make a challenge. If you're going to make a foul, be outside the area. Now they're in the box. Now you've got to be careful. You know, it's mm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think, I, I think it was, um, you know, it was, it was good play by Bournemouth, but I think it was easily at the very Too least easy. cut Too out easy. at the last minute. We could yeah. have easily cut that ball at the last minute. I thought Torreira yeah. was probably the worst part of his game there. Luis mm. stood still and mm. Jack had just allowed him to come into the box yeah. too, it's, too it, it was all too familiar. All too familiar. Yeah, it was. And, and, it was a bit disappointing. It, and it started from trying to, us trying to play out the back. You see Leno, he just passes it right to, was it, was it to Luis? I can't remember. But really, just this playing from the back, which I know is our policy, but... Now memory's gone, you know, maybe Arteta can think slightly differently uh, to that, but it was it stemmed mm. from, that's how it started. It was just us playing from the back and we got ourselves into trouble. Yeah. Um, and, and we've got to, you know, that high press, when, when teams are going to be doing, you can imagine teams like Liverpool, they're going to be all over us with that. They know that we're subject, we're, we're, fat, we're very, very, very weak and, and, and kind of, it's almost become synonymous to us that when we are trying to play from the back, there is vulnerability and players, you know, teams like Liverpool are going to take us to the sword in, in, in situations like that. So I think Arteta's got to work on that a little, that part of the game a little bit as well, Jack, to be honest. Mm, yeah. Did you like how he was using the fullbacks, um, especially during the first half, I noticed it more. I felt like we tied a little bit towards the second half, but um, he was almost bringing Maitland-Niles into midfield as another yeah. midfielder. Yeah. Saka as well. They were, they were constantly overlapping, um, yes. weren't they? Which is obviously, you know, dangerous, especially with the vulnerability we know we've got in defence but I thought to be honest mate I know we gave up a few chances and obviously they scored but I thought I thought defensively we were a lot more assured to be honest I thought Socrates you know like, yeah a couple of last ditch challenges but yeah, I he thought did. he was a lot Threw better as well the ball a couple of times yeah, I think he's been poor this year I thought Luis was okay um, nothing crazy but there was definitely a but, bit more comfort in watching us and I didn't feel so vulnerable vulnerable but, but Jack, that stems from the fact that the midfield was playing better, you see. Mm. They didn't so, really with, move much, did they, Torreira? No. They kind of held their position, didn't they, Torreira? Exactly. They, exactly. Were, they, were, they were very clever, especially even in transition. We were clever. They were clever not to, to pick their moments when to get forward, to put it that way. But, but, but how but, amazing is that? That one manager comes in one game, he's almost changed it around. Yeah, so I hope you have one game. things to come, mate. I really do. I mean, I really all right. Do. Okay, it's Bournemouth. Okay, you can't judge anything from one game of course you can't it's 90 minutes for goodness sake and it's one team but to, to be honest like Bournemouth alright they've had their problems but they're not the easiest of teams you know Eddie Howe's a good manager I think and he's got some good results from that from that group of players and and they're always, always everyone's going to be up for playing against Arsenal as we, we touched on a bit earlier but I, th- I thought I thought you're right I think we, we I think from the midfield who, who are a lot lot better it's probably one of the best midfield performances we've seen as a collective for a long time and that obviously will help the defence in doing their job a lot better. And, you know, it's, as, 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 as we said, it was just ironic that all the time we've been thinking we've got nothing, no problems with the forward lineup, but it's just them not getting the service and then the vulnerabilities with midfield and defence causing them to, you know, suffer. 
it was just the other way around. It was a complete turnaround for me yesterday when I was watching that game. Um, yeah. I, was, I, I, I think it's down to, down to the midfield being so much stronger and giving the confidence to those four players at the back to yeah. do what they were doing. To be honest, yeah. our spaces were so much better as well. There wasn't mm. these big distances to travel between players, and Terrell was Everything. Just basically just anticipating, eating up. Oh, the just times he just cleaned up, really, yeah. oh. gave the ball. You know, he didn't overdo it, did he? Won the ball no. and he gave it. Won the ball and he gave it. And that simple was, things, yeah. simple things, Jack. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, really. But, and that's what we want him to do, right? We don't want him to have to win the ball and be the creative man. Mm. Um, you know, give it to the players that are more, that, that are better. That's their job, right? So his job is to win the ball back, win the ball, win the battle and win it. And he, I thought he did that great. And I thought Xhaka was able to play a little bit higher up and not be caught so vulnerable in positions that we've seen him before and, mm. and uh, distribute the ball to the players that can that can cause a bit more damage, right? And we started the second half exactly as we started the first. I mean, yeah. Yang whipped the ball into the top corner just over... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought we we started just the same. And a lot of people, you know, watching back and reading some some stuff, said the second half was a bit more of a a bitty and chaotic affair. But I actually felt we I felt we dominated throughout. To be honest, I, I felt I it, so. it was only one team trying to play in that game. And it's been a while since I can say it's, it, the team was us. To be honest, but. The only difference for me in the, in the dominance from the first second half is I think they managed to deal with Ozil. They obviously tactically changed it a little bit and they gave him less yeah, space and that was did. it so Ozil was was, was finding, finding it a little bit more difficult he's had a lot more, more more space to work with in the first half and he did it so well and that's what Ozil's all about so I think that's where the only difference was from, from our point of view that they shut Ozil out a little bit in the second half yeah. but other than that you're right the application was exactly the same the intensity was exactly the same and the, and the, and, and the intent so yeah, you know it was there from all the players I thought yeah. it was brilliant. brilliant they, just, they sat a little deeper, didn't they? They were one nil up for a little bit. They mm. sat deeper. And that yeah, that they became a little bit harder for harder us. Harder to break down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Harder for him to break down. Which, and this, you know, he came off after 70, which was which was probably yes. the right choice at that point. I think it was tiring a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. But um, our goal, mate, um, mm. touching it, I think it came from, did it come from a corner or from a cross? I'm trying to rewatch oh, it here. Can't um, remember. But it was um, it was part it was got it made its way out to Jack who laid it off I think to Nelson I yes. think a lot of people give Nelson credit but I think it was a I deflected. Think it deflected wasn't it? It did deflect. Yeah, it deflected. But it was a, a lovely finish from a bang. Well, that's what he does, finish. isn't it? The first yeah. touch. It was one touch. Bang in. But it was it was definitely a deflection. Yeah, and I think um, it, the ball was almost kept alive. We, it was at one point where I think we, we were about to lose it. But Lacazette, he didn't get a great touch, but he still managed to keep it alive. And I think it went to Ozil. It fell into Ozil's hands. Then Ozil played it to to Nelson, and then it was a deflection. So I think I think there was a tiny bit of luck. But end of the day, you know, this is what happens. We we are, we we fall foul to so many goals, don't we? That a couple of deflections against one of the games we played recently. You know, both goals were deflected goals. So you know, today it was our turn where the, the delivery was deflected, um, the assist was deflected rather. And but what a goal from from Abang. You know, we might have been criticising him earlier in the pod, but. This is what he does. As you've said so many times, you've tweeted it so many times, Jack. He's a fantastic goal scorer. Yeah, yeah he is. He he's is. A, he's, he's instinctive. Clinical. He's just, he just, you know, one touch and it was just beautiful. It was right. And there's nothing the goalkeeper could do about it. And we didn't, we, it was no more than we deserved. We, you, know, we deserve, you know, I think we should deserve to win the game, to be fair. But, uh, you know, I was really pleased that we at least we could come away with a point. You know, it's an away game. We've come away with a point. And, um, uh, I was just for me that it was about the performance. It was mm. so so you know encouraging to see that from all the players. 
really yeah. was. It was actually a lovely move, actually. Jacker kind of started from the back. Jacker, great ball from Jacker. Mm. Great ball from Jacker um, to to Aubameyang. And you're right, Lacazette kind of kept it alive, gave it to Rosio, mm. and it was a deflected. It was deflected. It was a shot by Nelson. I'm almost mm. certain it was a shot. It wasn't going anywhere. It didn't have enough mm. power from it. But the it was actually a lovely, lovely move, and it was really Jacker's pass that kind of got set the attack alive. There you go. Um, so full, full, full credit to him. But he, again, like we said, I mean, if he plays like that all the time, I've got I don't no mind. problem with it. But yeah, absolutely. Sixty-third minute, mate. We went to one-one. I was, hmm. I, I was really hopeful at that point. We probably, were, I think, you know, you saw in Arteta's post-game interview that we would go on to win the game. Hmm. Um, but we made some changes. Um, Ozil came off. Yeah. Um, I believe Willock came on. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Pepe came on a little bit later. Mm. Um, and we didn't manage to get a win. I mean, at this point, I was I was still quite impressed. I still felt it was only one team. If there was going to be a team that scored, it was only going to be us. Um, it just it just it just didn't happen. I'm trying to remember if we had any sort of big big chances in the last 20 25 minutes. I can't recall any off the top of my head. But um, no. But um, we certainly, you know, I, I thought we, we we should have really been winning by that point. I think early in the first sort of 30, 35 minutes was when we really had a lot of half chances. We, only, we had 20 shots, but we only had four on target, mate. That's the thing. Disappointing. We didn't test the goalkeeper as much as we should have. No, um, but, but to be honest, Jack, we've had games where we haven't even had any shots. So it's encouraging at least now the players are trying to do that you know we, 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 whether they're on target or not we're, we're going in the right direction I think if there's any criticism it's not even really a criticism but if there's anything negative that I can say about the way we set up, set up this, so I just would have seen, liked to see Pepe come on a bit earlier that's my only thing yeah, we I talked just, about that, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, let's um, let's look at. I mean, if there's anything else you want to touch on this game, I thought. I mean, the few other players that I wanted to discuss, like you said, Saka, I thought did a other than you know his mistake, obviously for goal and his delivery mm. was concerning. I, I thought um, I thought Niles was decent again. Do you know what Niles is an interesting one for me because I, I still think when I watch him, mm. if someone puts their arm around him and gets the best he'll out be, of him, he'd be think, a good player. <laughs> I think he's got. Every chance of pushing Bellerin for that position. I yeah. don't think Bellerin's looked ready. No. I don't think he's obviously not fully fit. Um, mm. Of course, sorry, I'm forgetting the massive chance that Lacazette had when it deflected. He, he got oh, through. It was yeah. a great spl- defence splitting ball from Luis. Yes, it was. It was a defence splitting ball from Luis. Um, and um, he did a great first touch. Lacazette sweep beyond uh-huh. him. And um, and then he hit it. I think, I think it was going in, but it deflected. They, great sliding tackle from the right. Bournemouth defender. And um, that was, a, was another great move from us. Mm. And um, and then we should have probably scored from the corner again, but Luis, um, Luis shot got blocked. But, but um, yeah, that, that, I was well, sure this is, the this last is 20 minutes was a, ga- a day's for All me, part but... of our identity, isn't it, Jack? Getting our bit of our identity. But no, thinking, shit, this is Arsenal again. We're watching Arsenal finally. You know, it's our yeah, identity. yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I uh, just think, um, yeah, you know, those those moments, I thought that was a little bit unlucky for Lacazette, yeah. that one, like, like the ones in the first half, um, that where I, I just felt he was a bit wasteful, but mm. or just, just lacked decisiveness, like you said. But yeah. but I think it's going to come, it's going to come. You've got to play into players that have, have done it for you in the past, and Lacazette mm. was, was our best player of the season for a good reason last season. Absolutely. He was consistent, you know. But back to Niles, I think, um, I think he's got really, really... Um, a, a hell of a lot of potential in that position. I think maybe now we've seen, you know, how he, he was very kind of, he kind of threw the towel in on the right-back position mm, mm. after the Villa game when he got sent off and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I, I think he's got to be looking at it now um, and saying, God, this is my clearly my best 
um, my best opportunity to to um, to to get into the Arsenal team. He, he must know that. Yeah. And I think you know, I think there's still a lot left to um, lot left to be. Um, to come back from Hector Bellerin, and he could, if he comes back to a level we know he can be at, then obviously you know it'll be hard to replace. Choice, him. But yeah. Right now, I mean, he's got he's got to see it as a huge opportunity. I think, and I thought he was pretty good today. You know, I thought he was pretty good. I thought everyone was, but I thought he was pretty good today. I, I, I wonder. I wonder if it's his last chance saloon as well to prove himself. It could well be. Um, yeah, I think Arteta's going to be a very no-nonsense kind of manager as well. I think he's going to have. That little bit of, you know, a lot of people were worried that, oh, no, he's going to be too nice and, you know, he's going to stick with players and just because he knows them from the past and all this. I don't think so. I think there's something about him that says he's going to be a nice guy, but he's also going to be very business businessman-like and think, you're not doing it for me, mate. Yeah. And I've just got this feeling that you're right. I think Niles has got to jump on this opportunity with both hands, take it, and do the best, very best he can. Because if he doesn't, I've got a feeling he might be one of those that will be either loaned out or or, or actually sold. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. Because if, if Bellerin comes back on fire, then definitely it's Bellerin's position without a yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah. He's um, physically way. I mean, obviously, I know yeah. coming back from an ACL tear and holdings having problems with his knees and all this kind of stuff. I know it's not. Clayton Ox, you've seen all these players come back from ACLT, it takes time, but, mm. but I think physically he looks so weak, Hector Bellerin. He did you, know mean? you mentioned that. Yeah. You? you said he just looks, and he's, you, you said at one point he built up and he looks, yeah, he looks like a bit of a bit of a unit now. And then you said recently, he's just like, he just looks almost, without being horrible, but almost wimpish. Mm. He just doesn't he look really strong weak. enough. And his pace has dropped because yeah. of it. You know, Drops, lost muscle, yeah. lost pace. I mean, he's, it's dropped mm. because of it. And that was one of his biggest attributes, you know. And yes. that's the one thing Niles has got over him. He's a fast boy at the moment, Niles. He's got he's strong. He's a fit boy. Yeah, he, he's strong. He, I, I just think that he's got all the potential if he just applies himself. He can't be throwing in the Maybe towel. He just needs to be loved up. He just needs to be loved up. You're yeah. Right. This arm moment, it's like, come on, lad, you can do this. Yeah. We know you've got it in you. And, you know, again, as I said, if, if Arteta's is going to, exhibit mentoring kind of qualities he's the man to do yeah, it yeah absolutely I'm, I, I just feel really hopeful from it all I, I just think that we're do you know what we missed yesterday we missed Tierney he, we were talking about the the, the, the the you know the contribution of passing and crossing mm. God if Tierney was flying down that you know that, that wing I think we could have had a few good deliveries yesterday mm. which would have uh, culminating yeah, some goals. We're seeing for some time, go. are we? Unfortunately, no, three or four months could be the whole yeah, season, shoulder with a lot of rehab. We're not really sure on that uh, one. I don't think. Typical. But, it's just such a shame. Yeah, a couple of things uh, just to touch on. I mean, obviously, yeah, the, the, there was a great break towards the end of the game, and Willock had a really poor finish. I don't know if you oh, remember yeah. that. The very lame, very yeah. Lame. And yeah. then obviously a concern for Socrates. It looked like he went down with some sort of head injury. And he got subbed yes, off in 75, 75th minute. So obviously, if it is a, a concussive thing, he's going to be out of the Chelsea game, <laughs> which is a bit... I mean, so what does that, that mean, Mustafi? Oh, well, I think Chambers is back. I think it was only a one-game suspension oh, because okay. it was yellow cards. Oh, of course. So yes, I presume it would be... Tre- but the unfortunate thing yes. there is just, you know, you don't want to chop and change if you don't... You know, if you want to keep as much consistency in the team. I get the feeling Arteta mm. would probably... But I mean... Let's touch on the game. It's a big game, isn't it, against Chelsea? For Arteta's first mm. home game. And then it's obviously a big game as well against a, a side that's, you know, obviously lost to Southampton yesterday at home, but it's largely shown mm. themselves to be, a, you know, a, a very good side. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Um, do you, what changes do you think he would make, if any? Obviously, the Socrates one, 
is forced if it, if it, if it is forced. but any others mate I think the, the one position we're thinking about is, is probably the winger but anywhere else or who do you think would replace no, the, about I, the wing? I, no I, I, think, I think I was quite happy with it I think the only one will be Nelson if, if Socrates can't play then yeah you're right I've, I've completely thought about James so he'll be back he'll just slot into that position um, you know I, I'll be shocked and stunned if he messes with the midfield because they applied themselves so well so I, I'm guessing that's going to be the same personnel there um, for me, if anything, he'll, he may he may start Pepe, or he might bring. I think he should start Pepe. I'm not going to debate it. I think he should start Pepe. Do you think I, he I, I, will? I I, I mm, don't know. I I, mm, I don't know, Jack. I can't answer it. I, I'm hoping he does, but I don't know if he will. He might stick to the same yeah. same forward line. I don't know what you if think. It is, but well, it I, depends what he, you know. If he thinks it's a well, every game is really, but if he thinks it's a must-win game, maybe he does go with it. But I just think, you know, if Özil's obviously going to start, so if he's the if he's the defensive thing, I, I I wonder whether whether he really starts with Pepe. But I think it's really hard to start Nelson after that that game. To be honest, I mean, he's not mm. had eighty minutes in his leg for some time. And, and the next game's three days away. So um, mm. I do worry about our, our team's recovery, to be honest. But, but mm. cause, because, like, like you said, they're not used. They're used to being rotated, which is bad. With so many bad habits we've got training. <laughs> All these players are like used to being, oh, I'll probably have to start the next game under Emery because they chopped and changed it, didn't they? Um, so much. I can't imagine yeah. Arteta. I mean, no, I just I just think he's going he's gonna to be someone that likes to keep a consistent team generally. So mm. I, like you, I don't, I don't see any changes unless they're forced no. or the right wing position, I think, is a little bit of a conundrum. Whether Martinelli's fit again, that might really provide a, oh, a, yeah, an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, if he's not, it's a straight shootout between Nelson and Pepe, I probably would argue. I, I hope it is Pepe. I hope he believes Pepe can apply himself and, and give the work rate that he wants and all that well, kind of stuff. Well, what I saw in those 10 minutes was brilliant. Yeah. The, what did he, he didn't really do anything wrong, did he? What did he do wrong in those 10 minutes he was on? Nothing. No, I thought he was good. He got chopped down, didn't he? Again, I don't know yeah. who the defender was, but they were lucky to stand on the mm. pitch, I thought. It was a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple of decisions. I thought, hang on a minute, that deserves a bit more than uh, whatever they got. But yeah. Yeah, he's been... He's been, it's, been, been, been in the thick of it, really, got a couple of terrible challenges at West Ham as well, didn't he, Pepe? That's right. But yeah, like you, mm. I thought his first contribution was really good. Uh, flicked it over someone's it? head and went on the attack. Mm. Um, mm. He just very, he's very good on the ball. They don't know what to do with him, do they? These defenders, they have no, no. idea what to do with him. And, and we got we got to remember is he's coming in for bit parts of game and and all this kind of stuff. I think I think he's a very very good player, Pepe. I'm not. And don't forget, he can take a free kick as well. Yeah, he, comes, he sits in the right position. He's yeah, and and from from other set pieces, corners, etc. That's right. Set piece on him. Yeah. Um, last thing That's I want right. to talk about before we go and, and get your prediction is um, Granite Jacker mate. Straight after the game, quotes came out. I believe from his agent that he's basically agreed a deal to her for Berlin. The only thing mm. that is staring in, in the way is the fee. But it sounds like it's a little bit more complicated than that because Arteta. So this is just rumours. What we what I read on one article in The Athletic and a few others from, from relatively renowned sort of people that blog and, and, and write and journalists and stuff like that um, is that we're we're looking for a fee of at least what we recoup for him well what, what we what we bought him for around 30-35 million that's, yeah. and that's not what they're offering and also he Xhaka uh, seems like he's adamant he, he's out of here in January and Arteta's adamant mm. that, you know you're not going until the summer presumably because we don't have a replacement in January 
Yeah. And the fact is, yeah. I mean, no matter we've we've really you know laid into Jack on this podcast, but oh, but there's God. no question that we're weaker. You know, if we don't replace him, obviously we'd rather keep. You know, we've well, got to keep him if unless there's a, a better replacement to come in. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I don't. I, no, I would really. argue that just just selling him, it's not like we have this extra midfielder in the squad that's suddenly gonna gonna pop in there, is it? It's gonna be Guendouzi no. and then Gwendouzi. and then a backup. So we're gonna be a midfielder light, aren't we? So yep. I just wonder what your thoughts are there. Do, do, do you think he'll leave in Jan? Do you think we'll hold out? Uh, God, this is this is coming from someone who wanted him out. Was it three or four podcasts ago? Yeah, it's so difficult, isn't it? Um, mm, no, it's it's going to weak. If it, uh, well, it's an easy answer. If we've got a replacement uh, that is, if he's lined up with a replacement and that's all green lights and all, all all ready to go, then yeah, I don't don't mind if then he definitely wants out because. You've got to remember, if a player doesn't want to be at a club, he shouldn't really be playing because then you, you, you've got to question commitment and all, rest, all the rest of it. But then you look at yesterday's performance and that isn't really telling, is it, of that? It didn't show. If anything, I was questioning Aubameyang's quick, uh, uh, commitment more so than, than Xhaka's. I've never thought I'd do that in a million years. So um, going on that, it's a difficult one. But if he definitely wants to leave uh, Jack, you, you can't blame him because obviously... What he did was still unexcusable. I'm not going to make any excuses for him. I still didn't like how he behaved, no matter what was thrown at him. You know, pers- I don't uh, c- condone anything that was 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 he was attacked with all that pers- personal stuff. His family, I I don't agree with any of it. I didn't even agree with the booing, but I know he was kind of walking off. So we, we've we've gone over all of this. I don't want to repeat that and regurgitate all of that stuff. So I'm just not I'm not making excuses for him. But if we haven't got a replacement, as you said, we're definitely going to be weak. So uh, I would like to see either a replacement that can come in straight away and, and get the ball rolling and, and be part of Arteta's vision. If we don't have that, then I'd like to see him stay at least till the summer then where, where Arteta can, can think about things a little bit more, have a little bit more time as to what he really wants to do um, with, with, with the setup. Mm-hmm. So, but as to what will happen, don't know, mate. Um, do you think we'll be yeah, active in Jack? I mean, irrespective of that, whether that happens yes. or not. I do as well, yes. yeah. Yes, I think I think I, I know um, James was going about six players. I can't see that in a million years, but I could see two or three. Mm. But in, in that case, there are. I mean, because we do have number wise, we're we're not we're not low massively. No, so you think no, if no, we no. if we sign two or three, two or three probably will go out the door in the opposite direction, wouldn't you? I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I, I presume you yeah. know there are a few that you can think of. You know, Mavropanos could go out alone. Mustafi, mm. um, you know, and then you know the Jacker conundrum. We don't know. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. But there is you know some sort of. I think Arteta has said that he wants to strengthen certainly in the centre back position, and I think I read somewhere yeah. that he wants to strengthen around that number six position as well. So, so it will be. Well, isn't there this? Um, isn't there this talk that he might even be thinking of recalling um, Saliba? I can never say his name. Saliba? I read Saliba? that Saliba? was something that was put in question, but from what I hear, um, we can't. It's either it would either cost an extortionate amount of money beyond the thirty. Oh, okay. Because we're breaking contract. Yeah, yeah, something okay. like that. So I don't. I don't think that's. I think that's going to happen. Yeah, but I, I'd love okay. it if it was. But um, mm. because you know he looks great for centre and he does have his own injury problems though. That's a bit concerning. But, uh, but um, okay. But yeah, it, it would be interesting. But um, so mate, before we go, uh, Chelsea Sunday. I think it's an early game, like mm. a two p.m. game or something like that, or relatively. Yeah. Um, massive game, Tough mate. One, this. We, 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 I, I, I think our European hopes are pretty much gone anyway. But um, 
we'd have to win that game. We'd have to win that game, wouldn't we? So, um, what's your predictions and and first scores if uh, if there are any? <laughs> I just want to see a good performance, Jack. At the moment, I've got to such a point where I was. I, I think I can probably say speak for a lot of fans, including including you know us a lot that come on the pod. We've been so battered with how bad we've been and how disorganised and what's happened to the club. I just at the moment. It doesn't even, for me, it's just about the performance more so than the actual end result. Of course, I want to see a win. I want us to win every game. That's That goes without saying. But I'll be happy, first and foremost, just to see a good performance. I think he will. I think he will cheer the boys up for for Chelsea. Um, and also, it's his first home game in charge as well. So I think we'll we'll see a good game. Um, that's the result. It's tough because we know how good Chelsea are away from home. You said it earlier. You know, at the moment, they seem to have problems playing from home but away they're, they're so much better so it's going to be a very very difficult game it's a it's a London derby um, oh gosh but I'll, I'll be positive I'll go for 2-1 and you know what I want to see Pepe start and I'm going to say he'll score first I know it's going to be probably a bit Bamiyang, the Bamiyang but I want to see what I'd like to see is 2-1 and the ba- uh, Pepe I'll score take first. a Xhaka double if we win mate I really would <laughs> yeah. I really would a Xhaka deflected <laughs> double I'll take it all day um, I'm going to be positive as well we've got to be positive haven't we why not um, yeah be, um, we're liking what we see so if we play like that I think I think we're, we're going we're gonna to nick it we're going to nick it free too I can't, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet or anything like that clean sheet um, nah. especially as we're probably going to make at least one change to the back line again but but um, yeah, they 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 are dangerous, though, aren't they? They are a dangerous side. They so are. I'm gonna go three two. Very... I'm gonna go Lacazette. Yeah. Um, Lacazette okay. first okay. goal scorer. Let's hope so. And um, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. But ultimately, you know, first to start with, it's a positive start. I mean, not you know, result wise, oh, obviously so, we want to win. So but pleased. Yeah, exactly. Very pleased with with the way we're playing. And if we keep playing like that, we're, we're going to win more games than we lose. Absolutely. Do you do you, do you think you've been ever this? Is, I know I know it's it's all contextual, but. Do you believe you've ever been this happy after a draw? I know. Well, I, people I, came I, out, even Arsenal I, fans came out and go, oh, fans <laughs> are despicable, trying to be, you know, all positive after. And I'm like, well, you've got to look at a big picture, watch the game, you know, and understand what mm. we've seen for the last two years. And and and, mm. and, and what what we, a lot of us have been waiting for, for a football, for a team to play like that. And and mm. I think, you know, a lot of people, it gets lost, doesn't it? Because Arsenal are in 11th and our expectancy has gone out the window yeah. and everyone wants to be, mm. you know, thinks, we, you know, we're already dropping points you know and now they're in panic mode for me I came yeah. to terms and I think like you did you know as, as caught, probably I speaking have. about it helps a little bit but we come to terms with you know the, this season was kind of a write-off you know what once mm-hmm. basically once the the board decided to sit on the previous manager once yes. they decided to do that and go through the international break and sit on him I was like well I'm just going to change my thought process for this season and, 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 and hope that we get the right man in which we're keeping our fingers crossed Arteta is is the right yeah and then, yeah. And then you know just take it game by game and, 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 and go by there but really try to see mm. just some good football again like you said just just enjoy absolutely that's what it was all about wasn't it anyway when Correct. you go back to to before you know even the winger times and all that kind of stuff it's just about going yeah. along and, and enjoying watching your team play and yeah of course you want to win of course you do. Of course, but but you know if you enjoy watching you play, it, be, it means that they're entertaining you, and that means that's that's a good thing, and you want that. So I think this is the first well, time I enjoyed that, it. It means they're entertaining you, but it also means that they must be enjoying playing as well, which is a massive thing, isn't it? Yeah. To, for confidence in players, if they're enjoying themselves, that goes a long way. If they're sitting there in a the team 
oh, I don't want to be here, God, I don't really want to go to work today and play 90 minutes against Man City, then you've lost even before you've begun. But if they're enjoying their football, irrespective of the result, that's already a massive boost and a massive start to where we want to go. We've seen at City, mate, just before we go, um, how important the backroom yeah. staff is. What do, you, do you have any thoughts? He announces, I don't know if you had a chance to look at it, but he announces backroom staff. No, I haven't actually. No, sorry. Any thoughts? I mean, obviously, Freddie Lundberg's there, and then he's brought in a boy. Yeah. He's brought in Steve Round, who's a guy that's come from all different types of places. Again, Villa, Brentford, I think, is where we got him from. Yeah, they're all over the place. That's yeah. what that's the what the guy that interests me is that is the Dutchman that he's brought in, who worked under yes. Van Hal, and also is, is mm. Wales' assistant. And Ryan Giggs, you know, apparently he that's does a hell it. of a lot for, for Wales. That That's the guy mm. that I'm looking at. And he seems to be, when I was watching, obviously they clipped to Arteta and he's constantly in the ear. He seems like the, you know, he's got three assistants, Freddie, um, this boy and, and one other guy. I think Steve Round is the upper, upper Steve Rounds is the other guy. Mm. But, but this guy seemed like he's, you know, he's kind of the person that's going to, and he did, I saw an interview with him actually, obviously the first thing he do is, is, uh, is, is look up, you know, where they were and, and what they did, but he, he spoke mm. about how much sort of independent you know, authority, almost autonomy was given at Manchester United uh, under Louis van Gaal, which I don't necessarily think, so. he obviously didn't have a greatly successful time, no. but he said he couldn't no. believe it, van Gaal would let him take team talks, he'd let him take training sessions, and I was like, interesting. I was like wow, okay, interesting, but it seems like Arteta's, you know, certainly, you know, him, not necessarily people we would immediately have thought of. You know, it could have easily gone yeah. to, you know, previous ex Arsenal players and uh, and people we'd yeah. work with at City or, or whatnot. Mm. So it's quite interesting. It's obviously, yeah, it looks like something that's been very well thought out. He's brought in a, um, I think, a Spanish uh, goalkeeping coach as well. So that'll be interesting yes. Yes. as well. I think he started off at Barcelona and he went to the lower leagues and always got. I don't know what happened there, but but it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm curious. I'm mean, the backroom staff's not something that necessarily really made me, but now it's you know it's so new. And, fresh it's kind of interesting to sort of take a look at that and see how he's going to um but yeah like you said the communication thing's massive isn't it from the manager after the last one just oh, stopped watching his interviews just couldn't communicate just couldn't yeah communicate. exactly so he says all the right things you, you, and... i think so i think i think i think so can i just touch on one thing sorry i'm completely digressing one one player, one position we haven't spoken about for a long time, which I think is a good thing, is a goalkeeper. He was terrific so today, that save well. in the 80th minute or so, yeah. when they scored from the offside after he flicked it um, out. But yeah, he's been, I think he's been brilliant. So it looks like we've got our, we've found our goal because we haven't even spoken about him for so long, which I think is a good thing because he's not doing anything that's saying, oh God, look at the goalkeeping position. We need to address mm. that. I think he's I think he's made that position his own, yeah. hasn't he? He's, he's comfortable. That's what I liked about him today. And, he, he didn't have a lot to do. But when he did have it to do, mm, he couldn't do anything for the goal, he still did it. And, you know, it's, I think sometimes it's easier for a goalkeeper that's constantly having to, it's like a training session, constantly having to save mm. shots. But I, I, mm. I was impressed with him today because when he did have a big yeah. save to make, he made it. And uh, it. I, I agree with And him. he's commanding. He's commanding the box. When they get across it, he will, they will reach up, grab it. He seems to he seems to be making all right. He make he always going to make one or two errors of judgment, but on the whole, he seems to be very commanding in the box as well, which I think is encouraging, especially after what he's had to deal with. You know, both his midfield and his defence. Yeah. I think this, I think that's really encouraging, and I hope we can. I think our worry is I hope we can keep our goalkeeper because I really I'm starting to really really like Leno. Yeah, a lot. I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's had to deal mm. with a hell of a lot, and uh, you know, Matt Lashley yeah. we had to face has just been incredible, isn't it? But exactly. After Edison and Allison, I think he's, he's he's the third. You know, in the in the league, I think he's the right there. Um, those those two yeah. goalkeepers, obviously, you know, 
fantastic they're playing for for such complete sides in comparison to ours. Mm. But I agree with you. I think mm. he's on maybe maybe our best goalkeeper since um, the the previous German. Yeah. Mate. Maybe since the previous yeah. year in in, in, in our um, I, I think yes. I think it could well be. I think it could well be. And that you're right. It's, it's quite, quite young still as well, isn't he? He's still quite young, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think he's you only twenty five, maybe twenty six. Wow, something like really that. Well, he, he was sort Brilliant. after when he was young, wasn't he? He was like considered the best German young goalkeeper, eighteen, nineteen, or so. And then he went off a little bit, a bit like Chesney did for Poland, really. And then yes. and then he's you know hopefully coming back to the level that they they, they all thought he could be at. And um, obviously Germany got some fantastic. Goalkeepers, but I think he still makes the squad for him, whether he's the third goalkeeper or okay. something like that. But, um, mate, okay. that was such a good chance in the 91st minute for Willock. He should have played it out to Pepe, really. Oh, mate, I, I mean, know, he, or I given know. it, he just made the wrong choice. I think, I think we've been just a bit weak with our finishing, haven't we? We've got to be more clinical. That's it, that's all it was. Just work on that till Sunday, wouldn't you? I'd work, obviously, yeah, obviously, you know, do the same stuff, but then just, just have all those boys just, just shooting shot after shot after shot at the goalkeeper at Lena. Um, because got, got, Got a feeling you'll come good on Sunday. Yeah, mate. Got got, got, got two massive games coming up. And we've got Man U um, midweek the week and after. Man U as well. midweek the week mm-hmm. after. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think it might be the one after, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and I think we play one of these teams again very quickly. I think it's Chelsea. We play them again very quickly. Yeah, over Christmas, four, it's like weeks. you play them all again, isn't it? Around the end of Jan or yeah. something. Um, yeah. So six points. So it's out a tough. It's testing time. Six. Testing yeah, time. Testing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Um. That's certainly not easy for Arteta. But um. No. Mate, we us two woke up. James did not. So I'm gonna dock his wages. <laughs> He's probably dreaming about Arteta's hair. He just texted me probably. like ten minutes ago, and ah. I said, you can cut. He said, no. So I miss it out because uh, he missed so much of it. I think he wouldn't know where to start. He probably blabber on for another hour. But it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'll get him going. I'll get him going on the. Next I do part. like listening to him. He makes me yeah. laugh in a, in a good way. He does have some good points. He does have some good points. Let me get him on the next one. But boys, um, we we appreciate everyone tweeting us and um, comments and retweets. This is probably, hopefully not our last podcast of the year or the decade, we could say. Um, (laughs) But um, we'll hopefully be back Monday or Tuesday with something after the Chelsea game. We'll try and come back. But appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah. and then look out. We're probably going to set up a new website pretty soon, maybe at the start of the year. New logo. We're supposed to be out for this podcast, but I think it might be out over the weekend. So we're going to switch our logo up a little bit. Look out for that. Arteta's at the forefront of him. Um, So, yep. Thanks to... Exciting times. times. Thanks to everyone that comes on the podcast. Anthony Palm, who does all our editing. Uh, All the Um, background stuff. yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously Mark and Michael and James can make it but we'll get him back on um, soon enough and thanks to you mate for a terrific no podcast. problem thank uh, you. enjoy the rest of your holiday keep it Arsenal yes and um, we'll Absolutely. be back after we're back. after we beat Smash Chelsea the scum buckets oh come yeah. on we're back up the Arsenal. we're back the Arsenal boys are back up the Arsenal thank you so much